welcome back for another episode of No Class Podcast. What's up? It's another one. It's another one. It's another one. <laughs> How you doing, Anthony? I'm feeling well. How about you? I'm doing good. A little tired. You know, it's getting a little close to the holidays, but, you know, that exhaustion is going to wear off because the new year's coming. We're getting ready. We're getting prepared. So we're excited to come with some new stuff in the new year. Yeah. Make it to the break for those of you that get breaks. Like, <laughs> Trying to fight. It's like a competition. It's like, I got to save my energy, but I got more stuff to do. So, be well to yourself. Be well to yourself. Well, thank you for that, because I need that advice. My damn self. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, pretty good. I want to get started. Um, let's go into, I guess, the honor roll. Let's do it. So, here's some people that we want to honor. Uh, Chantel came up with the great idea of asking, what was the worst Christmas gift that you ever received? Um, Highway spelled H-I-W-A-Y underscore two underscore shell said, a used duffel bag my uncle found from my grandparents' attic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I would respond to that. You already responded pretty well to those swishy pants, so I don't know. You might take it on the chin. Oh, one. gosh. Especially if there's, like, lint and shit in there. It's uh-huh. like, mm, but okay. the thing is, this person probably knew, like, I just saw this at my grandparents' house. Like, why would you try to play with me? It still smells like mom like, balls. Right. Like, why are you trying to play with me right now? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I slay pie. Thank you again for responding. One of those foot massager slipper things. I don't know exactly what that is. Yeah. But because you said it that way, it sounds like it was flimsy and cheap. <laughs> yeah, Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Right with the Farsi the Snowman um, <laughs> Christmas frame. And then on the other side of that, we ask, who gives the worst Christmas gifts? And thanks again for Highway 2 Shell says, uncles. <laughs> <laughs> way to be petty. <laughs> uncles. <laughs> If your, your uncle of Highway 2 Shell, uh, step up the game right now. Yeah, poor thing. And we also want to shout out Nana Row for um, Be More Media Co. You're always sharing our stuff. We appreciate it so much. Yeah. We love the love. So. Thank you. Yep. Want to hop into report card time? All right, let's do it. It's report card time. Let me get my red pen. I feel like somebody's in for detention. Let's get some grades. Okay. Um, you want to do the first one? Yeah, so I'm going to start off. This is a, this is a little heavy. Um, so, Baltimore Ravens fans, like, y'all loving number eight Lamar Jackson right now. Like, he's on fire. Ever since we got rid of Flacco, bum ass. Oh, excuse me. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Ever since we got rid of Flacco, like, we've been on the up and up with some new and fresh talent in our mix, you know? John Harbaugh, he's been doing a good job, like, with the selections. But, um, you know, we've had our games. We're going to the playoffs and everything. Like, we're, we're gunning full steam ahead, and... Lamar Jackson, when they play the 49ers, uh, I guess one of the announcers has something derogatory to say. Um, So they played the 49ers, and what is it? The team announcer, Tim Ryan, he was suspended for one game because he referred to Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson as having an advantage because of his dark skin. Now, I don't understand, but get this, y'all. So um, Tim Ryan, he went on KNBR a Bay Area radio station and a CNN affiliate and said Jackson's skin color helped him disguise a dark football and running fake fake handoffs during a recent game. So he, in his comment, he quoted, 
He's really good at that fake Lamar Jackson, but when you consider his dark skin color with a dark football, with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of that match point. Um, so since then, you know, he's definitely faced a backlash. He's apologized. The 49ers team has apologized for, the, for his remarks. Um, Ryan even stated, I regret my choice of words in trying to describe the conditions of the game. Lamar Jackson <laughs> is an MVP caliber player, and I respect him greatly. I want to sincerely apologize to him and anyone else I offended. Okay. So, um, the 49ers also added in a statement that they're disappointed with Tim Ryan's comments and then, you know, suspended him for a game. And they were trying to extend their apologies to the Baltimore Ravens and uh, to Lamar Jackson, you know. But I just have an issue with the fact that, um, I mean, I I would love to support the Ravens because they are my home team, but I'm still not in this space of being a fan of the NFL. Like, it's very hard for me when I'm working on Sundays and people come in for the game and they're so pumped and I'm just like, ah, like, you know, because... It's shit like this that blows my fucking mind. Like, we've had different um, things go on. Like, you know, these athletes kneeling during the National Anthem. Callan Kaepernick getting backlash and getting support to, you know, their fallout with Nike over support of Colin Kaepernick. And then we have Tim Ryan, who has probably been in the game for a long time. I have not looked up his career. But he's been in it long enough for him to be a 49ers announcer and for him to make these disgusting derogatory comments and for them to be like, oh, we're going to issue an apology and just suspend him from one game. Woo, that's going to fix the problem. Like, y'all are not taking into account the NFL as a whole. Y'all do not support these players of color. Y'all just don't. And it's even more um, apparent when you're just trying to comb over this lazy, lackadaisical, insensitive comment with an apology to the team and a one-game suspension. Like, I don't understand that. Y'all don't have no diversity training. Y'all don't have... Y'all, like, y'all constantly work with players of color, black players in particular, and then y'all make these disgusting remarks and don't even value these people as players. And then not even... Let's not even get into, like, what these athletes do with their bodies and the injuries they suffer like repeatedly and the support that they don't receive from the NFL when they are injured mm-hmm. and they're forced to play or when they develop um, those different brain injuries and are facing different debilitating health health crises when they're outside of football. Like, y'all, y'all don't support these people. Um, I want your comments first and then I'll give a grade. I mean, I think it was a perfect example of a... Um... White people try to get to the point where they um, don't want to say the racist thing, but don't actually want to refix their thinking and, and their learning. It's not just not choosing to, oh, I'm not going to say that word because it's racist. I don't want to be seem racist. You have to actually interrogate yourself. And that's just like his comment. He didn't think anything was wrong with that nope. until somebody called him out. You know what I mean? And even probably still now, he's probably like, oh, I know that I should not say this thing because it offends people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't understand like the impact of what that is. Yep. I don't understand that there's something wrong in myself that I need to fix and rethink. And so it's a perfect example of like a white person who... I won't even say tripped up on his words. He said what he said. Oh, he said what he said. He said what he said. And he meant what he but said, But he too. does not know. Yeah, he has no idea on, like, the impact of what that was until he caught flack on it. Because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like a, oops, let me switch the way that I said that. Or No, he had no type of knowledge or insight on that at all. 
So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think it's disgusting that he's only suspended for one game. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like, how irresponsible can y'all be to put him back on the microphone? If he said that before, he may say something else, get y'all sued, get y'all caught up. Mm-hmm. So at least in the dollars and cents kind of way, it's like, that makes no sense to have him back on. But because he said it at all, he shouldn't be on period. But. Yeah. And I think you make a great point in talking about, you know, the impact like that. It does not impact him. So you're right. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to do that interrogation. And that's one of the issues that we find. Like, the 49ers, the NFL, they're not making sure that he feel, he feels the impact. He mm-hmm. only going to fill it in his wallet for one game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much he's making per game as an announcer, but that shit ain't going to be nothing. Like, you're going to miss out one check. Whoop-de-woo. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that ain't going to be nothing compared to the, the um, impact he's had on just the people who he's supposed to be speaking of Mm -hmm. you know so i'm gonna give it a grade um i'm going to give it an f of course because i don't got no time for the bullshit like you are who you are be who you are and i'm Mm -hmm. glad that you say what you say because now we know where to put you fuck you too (laughs) (laughs) so since we're on the nfl um we're gonna go over and you all have probably heard about the controversy with mike vick So he's been chosen to be a Pro Bowl captain um, this January. And um, once it was announced, there was lots of protest. Um, Why, you ask? For the same old shit. (laughs) Y'all know years back, Michael Vick um, was convicted and did time for fighting dogs. The man has served his time, came back to the NFL for a few seasons, retired in 2017. Mm -hmm. And now that this has happened... um, People are upset again and protesting and saying that he should not be a Pro Bowl captain. Um, it's ridiculous. It's bullshit. And so I found this a great article that's by um, Beth Shorehouse, and it's in the median. Mm-hmm. And she actually says in a piece of it, that I'm going to quote, that we can't consider the story of Vic's rise and fall without understanding the context of systemic racism that informed his life at every step, including mm-hmm. his interaction with the criminal justice system and an American public intent on punishing people of color far more harshly than they do with white people. There's no shortage of evidence showing the profoundly racist double standards of our society applies to black boys and men, particularly to those who found financial success or have any sort of public platform. Further on in the article, she even compares him to like Ben Roethlisberger, who mm-hmm. was actually harmed a human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's a great article to read. This is a report card, but also like a report card segment, but also a homework segment for you to read the entire article. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I just, I just find it so funny. Now you know, black girls, when we find shit funny, we don't find it funny. <laughs> like we really about to go in on that ass. But I don't think I'm gonna go in fully, just because like y'all know what's going on. They love to put him in this box. Like, Peter must got hella fucking money to just keep running these campaigns. Like, oh my God, Dogfighter, no, we can't allow him in the NFL. No, we can't allow him to be great. Like, y'all will ride the fuck out these wheels for mm-hmm. dog advocacy, for animal rights advocacy, but y'all not taking into account all these athletes, all these people y'all put on platforms who have murdered people, Mm -hmm. who have been domestic abusers, like none of that shit. But y'all love talking about how poor little, poor little Chop Chop the dog got (laughs) fucked over because he got bit up by Chop Chop the dog. Okay? Like, I don't understand it. 
I don't Why understand they it. Why did chop, chop, and chomp, chomp? Chop, chop, and chomp, chomp, okay? They were in competition with each other in the dog fight. <laughs> <laughs> I just made up a life that didn't exist, that. but it's cool. <laughs> but no, like, I just, it's so disappointing to see this. Like, y'all keep letting this man, y'all keep letting, y'all keep society, the people who want to advocate for him or protest him not being a Pro Bowl captain, like, they want to push it so much, but guess what? He's been redeemed in the NFL, and you don't know the changes that he's gone through. Like, mm-hmm. he's been public about his changes, too, when he could be, you know, and y'all won't let him live it down. Yeah. It's been years. He did his time. He's done public service announcements about this. He's done things with animals and volunteered at given time since that. Um, it's the funny thing where people believe in the system to punish people, but don't believe in the system to actually bring them back Speak and do good. on it. And Come so on now. Like, Prison. Saying, we want you to go to jail and Fuck. be punished and you're supposed to go to jail but also come and return as a different person and as he's doing and showing that, he hasn't showed that he's done anything else um, like fighting dogs or anything else that mm-hmm. violated um, or would put him back into jail and so mm-hmm. forth to still hold for them to still hold him to those standards. It's unfair. You wanted him to go to jail. He went to jail. Yep. He the time. He came out a different man and yep. you're still like, nah, that ain't good enough. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is another F that we've given out to all those people because there's a petition that's out. Um, it started off, I think, in a few hours. They already had, like, 60,000 signatures on it, um, and that number has grown. And I would encourage you, there's also another protest, another um, petition that you can sign standing with Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can look out for that, and you can sign that petition. Um, so, yeah, an F to everyone signing the petition and the ones that started it. Um, and an A to everyone who signed it to stand with Michael Vick. Oh, you split that grade off. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have one more. Okay. Um, so Tom Joyner has signed off. Uh, Y'all, Uncle Tom. Oh, wait. That don't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That don't sound right. I'll tell you today. I'll tell you today. Do you know how we try to put everybody in uncle and auntie roles? That was a slip, y'all. <laughs> Just call him Uncle. Okay, Uncle. Yeah, so Tom Joyner, our favorite uncle, I'll I'll phrase it that way. (laughs) He's signing off from Tom Joyner in the morning show. And I think a few of his co-hosts are too. Um, So it's been a while. Like Tom Joyner has been on the radio since 1994. That's that's a whole grown man, okay? That's a whole grown adult. You could drink legally too now, probably. What year is it? Yup, you could drink legally too now. But, um... Yeah, he signed off, and according to CBS.com, apparently it was because they kept cutting his salary so much. Like, um, I think it says in well, it says in this article that at one point in his peak, he was making fourteen million dollars a year. Oh wow! Yeah, and then it was saying that um, as the years progressed, they would cut his salary in half, and then they would half it, and then they would half it. And I'm like, damn, um, what you got left now? So I guess. He was like, I'm not doing this if I'm just going to be making $100. I don't blame him. <laughs> I do not blame you at all. No, because that takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. But, you know, it's sad to see him leave because he's been such an integral part in, you like, the United Negro College Fund, like, him mm. supporting black colleges, him supporting, like, just him in presidential elections. Like, his voice has been such a prominent like figure in the black community 
Like, he's always been an advocate for us, you know, mm. on FUBU shit. Like, for us, by us, you know? And I actually had a chance to meet him. One of my oh, friends, no. she works in radio, and um, she took me to a launch in New York where they were launching a new station, um, mm. black, black station, in um, New York. And I, I got a chance to meet him because his show was syndicated on him and D.L. Hughley. And he was such a really nice man. Like, I just, I'm not, I work in healthcare. Like, I don't work in radio at all. But he just was like, who are you? Like, you know, why are you here? And just was very inquisitive and asked me questions. And he was just a a really nice man. Like, you could tell he really cared. And I had my hair, like, loose natural at the time. So he was really complimentary of that. I'm like, you for the people. (laughs) In real life, you know, you be liking this and stuff. So it was really cool to, you know, get a chance to see him up close and personal, but to see what he's done, his trajectory in the radio field thus far has been amazing. And it's sad that he has to go, but y'all, radio don't make that much money. Like, ask these interns at 92Q or these people. (laughs) No, seriously, even ask the jocks. Like, they not making no whole lot of fucking coin. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all would be surprised how many people were showing up at the giant behind the counter. (laughs) You feel me? Because, like... Radio just does not make enough money nowadays, mm. especially due to streaming and different forms of revenue and stuff like that. Like it's That's just why your favorite radio hosts be hosting those after parties at the clubs and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. not to talk about how fickle the radio like radio is in general, just like any other like broad entertainment business. Like some of these jocks get fired like after they season. Mm-hmm. Like ask Lil Mo. Lil Mo that's how she went to fucking loving hip hop because she was working in um W WPGC. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really fickle place. So mm-hmm. I can completely understand where he's coming from. Like, y'all ain't y'all <laughs> we ain't making no money. And yeah. I think he's going to be doing more um in terms of like his college fund, like promoting black colleges and making sure they're getting funded, which is awesome because they receive n- <laughs> hardly any funding. Like the funding be like, whoop. Like, a little bit. Yeah, he's a boss. He can make his own move and do his own thing. He's been on long enough. And like you said, when you're in a situation where it's like your salary got cut and got cut again, you start to think differently. It's like, okay, I might be here for another couple of years, but I need to plan and make my exit. And so he's good to make his exit. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up on a whole different, like, this is my show. But he won't be on the voice of something. Watch. He'll be like, like I could see him not only getting into like that advocacy, like more into the advocacy sphere of promoting the historically black colleges and universities, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does any type of mentorship, like yeah. he, you know, creates like a school or some music programs or something like that, because he's had like a really, really strong voice and he is of the people, you know. All I gotta say is. I just need the cruises to continue. Oh, I, yeah. I, I know they are. I already made plans that for my 60th birthday, I'm going to join a cruise. Hold up. You know and my all-white linen. Like, that is my plan for Tom's my 60th gonna birthday. going to be dead and gone by that time. But that's fine. <laughs> Maybe his son That's what like... somebody got to keep it going. I'm going on a time join a cruise for my 60th birthday. Yeah, I'm I mean, I was listening to the radio the other day, and Shantae Moore called in. And she was talking about the cruises. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm keeping those going. So, like, he, you know, he's ready to live out his full retirement. Like, he's 70 years old, you know. So, it's time for you to be on, you know, the next steps in increasing whatever platform you want it to be at a a retirement. 
So, um, I don't know. My grade is kind of hard. I'm trying to figure out what to grade exactly because I'm sad to see him go, but I'm excited to see what his future holds mm-hmm. because he got some more stepping, you know, pepping his step. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll grade his career in whole, like an A+. Plus. Like, mm-hmm. I think that because of what he's done so far, like, he's only going to push forward and continue to do great things mm-hmm. and help us as a unit, as a collective African-American people, people of color, like elevate ourselves and continue to cross different barriers and be first out here. Cause apparently that shit is still happening in 2019. First black, whatever. Mm-hmm. So a plus. Okay. So, so I'm going to make a connection between that story and this one. So Tom Joyner decided that he needed to retire because he knows his value. Uh-huh. They were undercutting him, what he was worth. And he was like, I'll keep it moving on to, like, my next job, next project, okay? Now, you all may have heard the story about the tragic story about the UPS driver who was killed. Yeah. Um, so we were told when the story first broke that um, he was hijacked, that the car was hijacked, he was shot, um, and people trying to take the vehicle and the packages. Um, in this time period, I'm not going to get into so much of the controversy yeah. because it later came out on film that actually the police officers arrived to the scene and it looks like the police officers end up killing the UPS mm-hmm. driver. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it was told to us about last week, um, UPS issued a statement saying that, that this was so sad and then started a GoFundMe for him. UPS! UPS, who has dollars on dollars on dollars, racks on racks on racks. Okay. Said, we're going to start you a GoFundMe for your funeral. And so I wanted to give this story because especially right now in Christmas time, when um, in holiday time, when jobs are so demanding and want you to give so much, it's like another reminder that these places don't give a fuck about you. No. You be here today, going tomorrow, your job's going to be posted and they are going to move on. Um, it's really tragic. I feel really bad for the family. Yeah. It's really sad that there's this controversy around it because um, I'm sure for the family it would have been easier if it was like, oh, some people stole the truck and killed them and we just got to find them. But now that the fact that the police are involved in this, mm-hmm. the mom was like, I don't know anything. People haven't been transparent with me. I don't have details. They might not get them. You know what I mean? Yeah. This thing that you thought you were to get sooner closure with um, may turn into a long trial, like, this has shaken up their entire lives. Yeah. Um, so I want to give a F to officials that are being sketchy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's videos out that I didn't watch. They said it seems like it's pretty clear that that's what happened. Yeah. Um, I hope that they get a speedy trial of justice that the family does. Um, and I want to also give like another grade, which is a D minus F. To these employers that just yeah. treat your people like shit, especially this yeah. time of the year. Especially this time of the year. Yeah, I, I appreciate those grades. And I want to just first off start by saying my condolences to the family. You know, um, I don't know how much that will be of greatness to them of our condolences. But not only did this person that you love become like get killed while on a job, but now you're having to figure out arrangements for his burial, his funeral, his cremation, whatever the case may be. Like that's not an easy task to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that just goes to show you again how these corporations are built. It's a multi million dollar corporation. Like FedEx is getting money, especially during the Christmas season, and mm-hmm. for them to not even utter a donation, the CEO to not even speak up and say, we would like to donate this family, like, 
First of all, you're stingy. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you're careless. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you how when you become so low on the on the ladder of their hierarchy, like as the worker bringing in the revenue and the money, your value is the least mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. That's capitalism in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very sad to hear that this is what this family is facing. And not only for that to happen to him on the job, but for it to possibly be another police shooting, like mm-hmm. a police killing. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they could probably, when all is settled and everything, and they finally get to the bottom and, and do the investigations, they could probably get some money suing the police department too. But that is not going to make things better mm-hmm. or bring him, bring this person back or, you know, just ease this family's fear and, like, just anguish and disappointment and sadness. And that goes on and on and on. That's a saga. You see with Trayvon Martin that George Zimmerman is trying to sue them now. You know what I mean? Like, these things can go on and on. I feel so bad for the family. Yeah. Like, he's been working there since 2016, had kids. He's just trying to get a living, and Mm -hmm. now it puts his family in this position that they didn't sign up to be... They don't want... Nobody wants to be in that. But it's just like, you just want to be able to, at best in that situation, bury your loved one and try to move forward. And yeah, it's and not I, that easy. I just hope that classmates, you all are thinking like because of families like families like his, and maybe you or your families have gone through these situations where you're trying to figure out how to plan for someone's death or whatever the case may be, and y'all trying to raise GoFundMe's and all that. Like, I hope that you're thinking when you're working for these organizations, like what would happen in my death or what would happen if someone from my family died? Like, mm-hmm. how would I be able to support them? Do, do I need extra insurance? Do, you know, like what has this company done for my family or done to support me mm-hmm. as an individual working underneath them? You know, mm-hmm. I hope you all are thinking about that as you're finding your different careers or you're working for these people. Um, and you're just planning your life. Like it's, it's sad that anyone has to go through this. Mm-hmm. But um, I agree with those grades on both accounts. Like, y'all are fucked up for that um, UPS. Like, mm-hmm. y'all really are. So it's time to give detention and gold stars. Okay. Who do you think should get a detention? Okay, so of all the Fs, mm-hmm. I, I honestly want to give it to um, UPS. Because I feel like they just could have had this families back a little bit more than they should have yeah i think ups i mean the one with the nfl sucks but the one with ups i just think is petty yeah like your ups how much is like for you to pay for a funeral is not even you like blinking or batting an eye so i would put them in detention gold star would be uh i want to give it to tom joiner yeah yeah i love tom not uncle tom So we decided that, so this season we did the episode on um, the American dream. We've done one on patriarchy. We did one on toxic family members. Mm -hmm. It's time to do a fun episode. And so we decided to kind of do the flip of the last one, which was about the love it or leave it family members. And wanted to actually talk about some holiday traditions that are your must haves, your have nots, all of those things. Mm -hmm. So, Thanksgiving is over. Let's start with this. What is one of the worst dishes that you've had around holiday time? It could have been at Thanksgiving table. It could have been 
at a, a work potluck. It could be at a Christmas Ooh. dinner. What's now, like one of the worst things that you had? Now you triggered me with that work potluck. Okay, that shit was a real trigger. So, in um one of my jobs, we had a holiday potluck, and I love banana pudding. I just oh shoot, love there's it. lots of mistakes that can be made here. I can't wait so for this. much. And what? Someone did mm-hmm. was I guess they found this recipe on Pinterest or mm. Pinterest for the old folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, basically, it was soupy, soupy like not pudding esque, just soup. And it was like soup with like hard cookies. I'm like, did you do this this morning? Was the bananas floating? Huh. <laughs> Everything floated. It was like a it was like a milkshake. Like it was terrible when I ate it. Released it. <laughs> it was horrible. And I really like picked Did it up. Did you eat it? No, so this is the thing. Okay. So like the person was standing next like we were in line to go down the food oh, train okay, together okay. at the at the work potluck. And um the person was standing next to me as I was in line. And I was like, <laughs> now y'all know I'm always in rare form because I don't have tact. I'm still learning. Like, it's never too late. And I, I promise y'all, I'm going to learn one day. But, like, not on that day. You're going to learn today. Okay? Because on that day, I actually said, now who made this? Like, with frown face. <laughs> you know, with, like, all oh, those judgy inflections in my voice. All that oh, good stuff. And then, God. like. You know, I don't. I didn't do the good poker face. I just didn't do it. And it was like, oh, it was me. And this is my coworker. And I was like, oh. And then like, I tried you to try clean to it, fix up. it up. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you see my fix it up face that I just made? I tried to fix it up, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I like, <laughs> like she turned her head for like a second out of the view of the banana pudding, and I picked up the spoon, and all I saw was bloop 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 drops. I said, oh no, we can't do this in my mind though, because I ain't do that. It's yeah, okay. I said, "Wow, okay." I was like, "I'm, a, I'm, you know, my plate is stuffed, but I'm gonna have to try that later. It looks good." And then I proceeded to walk away. And then I, you know, that potluck, like that that group of women that I worked with who made food, like we did have a tendency to talk badly about the people who like made the nasty shit. But you know, I'm not even gonna lie. Ever since that fateful day at the work potluck, I have never been the same, guys. I do not participate in work potlucks. I just don't. Like, At all. No, like, I'm I'm going to tell y'all the extent to which I go to not participate. If I know there's going to be a work potluck, I I will call out. Is that serious? Is that I don't want cat hair in my food. Like, I don't know when you washed your hands and how did you wash... Like, what are your children doing? Are they playing? Are they helping you make these little ugly brownies? I want y'all to see Chantel's hand washing. She's like, are they oh playing? Oh, like, my they gosh. Bad? Oh, my gosh. I'm just, I'm just tormented by the thoughts. And that's why I, like, I will request off or even call out. Be like, oh, I'm sick that day. 24-hour bug. Okay. You ain't never heard wow. of it? It's new. It's new to me too. <laughs> it's new to it's me new too. It's new to me too. What is happening? Because I refuse. And then, because if I'm the only one still sitting my, at my desk as y'all do this work potluck and like y'all enjoying each other company, then y'all gonna be like, oh, she don't wanna be. I mean, you can just buy some saltine crackers and eat it with everybody else. But I can lie and be like, oh no, guys, gluten free. Like I'm on a new diet now. And I've done that before too, but like they just refuse. 
of it. Like, they'll be like, oh, we're going to make salmon dishes for you instead. And I'm like, yo, you don't, like, I don't want to participate. What y'all not understanding about this? And so, actually, this week coming up, we do have, we have a a, um, a whole work Christmas party and uh, um, potluck on the same day. And luckily, my mother got to go get surgery. <laughs> no, I'm for real, though. <laughs> Wait, now just listen to that statement. Luckily, my mom got to get surgery. <laughs> it is a localized outpatient surgery, guys. Okay? And luckily, she got to go. Uh, and so I, I'm i literally God. taking off around the time the pilot starts. Like, I, and at this point, y'all know how I feel about them. So wow. don't fuck with me with the pilot. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry, that was a long one. So it's funny because <laughs> mine is also a pilot. Okay. And so, um, this is not this job, because I know y'all are going to be like, who, which one of your co-workers? But it was another job, <laughs> and it was like a potluck where it wasn't just like our staff, it was like with staff, and then like some other staff, it was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And so, there was enough people that like, I had plenty of faces and stuff, but people couldn't see me. And I, so, what I kind of did was... There's the line of the food, mm-hmm. and then people are taking off your aluminum foil and your tops and stuff. And so, like, I'm walking through, like, well, I might get That's that, right. I might get that. Smell the smells. All that, business. right? Uh-huh. You got to peep it out. And I don't know what it is with you white people and green bean casseroles. You know what? You fucking know what. <laughs> but. Keep going. Because it's not something that I would look for. At a Thanksgiving dinner, at a holiday potluck, it, it just never crosses my mind at all. But I know what they usually look like, right? <laughs> I know what they usually look like and what they're supposed to I can usually like, spot right? it in the lineup, but on this day. <laughs> so they had the crunchy things on top, which is not uncommon. But I didn't understand this was also swimming too. But not only was it swimming... But I was like, why is the liquid that it is in that color? And I'm just be honest. It looked like them green beans were swimming in semen. Like, I was like, why does it look like this? So then I'm standing on the side while people are making plates. And I'm I don't like, scream anymore. is somebody going to scoop that in there? Oh, they scooped that. They put that on a plate. Oh, they actually put it on a plate. And I'm like looking. I'm like, oh, they about to eat it. Oh, they about to eat it. Everybody like. Nobody commented like it was good or it was bad or anything, but I was like, no, thank you, ma'am. Your polite old co-worker. No, thank you, ma'am, and I will keep it moving. But how can you not see that on the table and just question everything else that's on the table? Not trustworthy. No, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. But usually my potlucks that I participate in are people that are close enough with me mm-hmm. that I know. Mm-hmm. The big ones, mm, nope. No, I'll pass. I'll take a slice of that pizza to somebody. Okay. okay. But From the Domino's. <laughs> you know, I've never... <laughs> I've never seen a green bean casserole in person. Oh, really? And I'm very proud of that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's goals. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't really eat nobody else's food. And I'm not looking towards none of that shit. My there other is co-worker, a lot of caucasity. And, my, and this is funny because my other co-worker, like, just before we left for Thanksgiving break, now she's black and I, I eat her food all the time. She cooks really well. And she was just like, oh yeah, I gotta make the green bean casserole. I said, skrr, skrr. <laughs> they say, what now? The string beans? Look, I'm all black. <laughs> string beans with the turkey neck and the, right. And she's like, no, I make green bean casserole. And then all of a sudden, 
I told y'all the poker face don't exist. The face scrunched up. And she's like, why are you looking like that? And I'm like, what you mean, green bean casserole? I don't eat that because I don't. I've never eaten it before. And she's like, you going to like mine. I'm like, I beg to differ because I've never seen one in my life. Now, you're describing this crunchy shit. And now, I don't know what that's about. And I don't want to. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yep. let's do this. What is something that you do not want to see on your Thanksgiving plate? The green bean casserole. <laughs> no, but you can't do green bean casserole. What's something that maybe you went to somebody's Thanksgiving and is like, why is this being offered? Or something that you just don't want on your plate that maybe is a normal thing that's like, no, not on my plate, though. Hmm. Um, this is going to be hard for me to answer mostly because I've only, I only eat my family's food, like... Because I know that that came from generations of good Southern cuisine, okay? Roots in this kitchen, oh, all God. right? Now, one thing I don't want to see, mm-hmm. a part of my plate, mm-hmm. because it just doesn't need to be, is mm-hmm. sauerkraut. I'm not a big fan oh, of really? it. Everybody likes sauerkraut. And in my family, people love it. But I'm good. Like, I don't want no pickled-ass shit. On my plate, next to the sweet potatoes, ruining the shit. Like I just sauerkraut do need its own salsa for real. You need to put the sauerkraut on the salsa because the juices when you warm it up, it does go everywhere. And I'm like vinegar everywhere. Nothing else go with the. I mean, maybe the sauerkraut can sit beside the greens if you're kind of person who like greens and vinegar. But yeah, the sauerkraut do kind of need its own island. Yeah, but I I mean, I really, I do try to eat the sauerkraut every year. I do like a, a, oh, little, you try? a little pinch. Did and I'll be like, I still year? don't, no, I still don't like it. Like, I can do a sauerkraut on a hot dog. And now, I don't eat hot dogs like that. So, that's why I'm like, the sauerkraut can get love when it's in its right place. Okay. But not on my plate. I'm just okay. a no for that one. What's yours? So, I'm a no for the thing that's a traditional, and I don't know if y'all do it. Most people in my family don't do it. Like, only my mom's the one that asked for it. Is that damn cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. We don't eat that either. Why? <laughs> like, it's unnecessary. And it's in a jar. And you see the ripples come out of the jar. It don't even look good. It looks like something that I should be serving to the dog. <laughs> and everybody's like... I know other people's a big thing. Where the cranberry sauce? I'm like, for what? What do you do with that? Are you supposed to spread it on a roll? Do you just eat it by the... No! Get okay. some grape jelly! I Honestly, I had to Google how do people eat cranberry sauce. Because, like, that's something I don't... Like, people do be having that big old lump with the can line yeah. in there. And I be like, why is that here? I don't know, because I don't trust it. It got can lines in it. So, it's like having do-rag lines on your forehead. Like, you just, <laughs> you know, appeared out of nowhere. Like, don't, don't nobody know if you I got showered. Like, you know? Yeah. So, and then it just look all wrinkly and shit sometimes. I mean, if we want jello, we can do jello, But yeah. it's not that either. It's just... Yeah. Mm. Gelatinized cranberries, mm. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I've never, I've never eaten that. I still want to quiz people and be like... What do you put on your cranberry sauce or something? You know, like some stupid. Like, I don't know. It's dumb. <laughs> now, what is a one of the worst Christmas presents you've ever gotten? Or is there a particular person that you're like, oh my God, they give really bad Christmas gifts? Huh. Um, I will say we had like a gift exchange at my job. And somebody bought me, like, this ugly 
Dollar Tree. Like <laughs> why you keep throwing my answers, yo? Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, keep going. This ugly Dollar Tree. Now this might change up a little bit because it was like a picture frame. But like I'm not that person who does like themed things. Like I like all my stuff to be pretty neutral. Like if I buy if I buy um, like something decorative, it has to go with me through all seasons. Okay. I don't buy stuff specifically for Halloween or for Easter or for Christmas. And then they're going to bring me this little ugly ass, Frosty the Snowman ass, like Christmas frame. And I was like, then what am I going to do with that? Because I'm never putting a picture in this. And honestly, y'all, I use it as a coaster. Like, I made use <laughs> of my it. Coaster. But then it ended up breaking miraculously like or should I say mysteriously because I don't know wink now and I could get rid of it but yeah I know you got that from the Dollar Tree sis because I saw it so it's fine but yeah that was that had to be one of the worst just because I don't do the theme stuff like that give me something black or like cute (laughs) and neutral so I could just have it forever not for Christmas I just ew (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, mine was a Christmas exchange. So, I'm switching my answer for the one before. Okay. And so, it seemed like the perfect setup would have been that somebody was getting me a, like, here is a sweatsuit. (laughs) Right? That would have been the easy way to go because it's like, that's what you were shooting for, right? And so, I opened it up and I'm like, here's some swishy pants. (laughs) And then there's this, like, totally different color, like, hoodie. Uh, and it's like, clearly, the swishy pants were on sale, and so were the hoodie, but they don't go together. And what was hilarious, though, is when I went to go open up the gift, for some reason, okay. well, not some reason, because they were the swishy pants, it all slid out. <laughs> so, like, you know how you have the gift boxes with the clothes in it? And so I go to open it, it's like, shoot, and all falls on the floor. It slid out. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's swishy pants and a sweatshirt hoodie. <laughs> and everybody's looking at me, and I'm trying to figure it out. And other people are looking out. And then the person's like, you like it? And I was like, I'm still trying to figure out what is happening because you are navy blue. Ooh. With some like white stripes on the side, but you red with a little bit of orange. Oh, that was and never so gonna go. We... Never gonna go. So Ooh. and everybody was looking at me, and I was like, "What did you? What year was this?" <laughs> this was probably about three years ago. Yo, not even doing the two thousand, like the early two thousands with the the oh no the sweatsuit era. Uh, no, nothing like, about it was in style. All of it was just on sale. Oh, Clearly. honey. Clearly. Did you go to the former mills and just was like, we're going we gonna to rack up out here. We're going to go to Gallo it Clothing and get all the deals. You put lots of thought and effort into that gift. Yeah, it was rude. Psych. <laughs> Did it fit at least? Like, was it in your size? Oh, I never put it on. But was it in your size? Oh, uh, I think so. Oh, at least they asked what know. your size was. No, they probably just guessed. <laughs> It's not that hard. I'm never giving you credit. <laughs> never. I probably just guess. <laughs> That's fine. You don't got to get him credit. <laughs> so what is, a, um, let's say, a Christmas tradition or a New Year's tradition that is like, this is something that has to happen or something that I usually do or like to do? Um. So Christmas, traditionally, we would go see my family. But now everybody is um just like 
going and doing their own thing. We're going to start a new tradition this year. So I'm going back on the road. Well, psych, not the road. I was like, you going on tour? I'm going me? back on the plane. Oh, okay. Yes. So this year, my family, we are going um, out of the country for Christmas. That we're is gonna celebrate. Yeah. So one time, so when I was in high school... My, me, my mother, and my father, we went up to New York for one Christmas, and we had a really good time. Okay. And so now that my dad isn't here anymore, and my nephews are getting older, my brother wants my nephews to start seeing more of the world and trying to educate them, you know, about things outside of Baltimore now. So we're going back to the Caribbean. I'm going to the Dominican Republic, Punta Cana, and I... I'm but coming no, back, no. y'all. I'm gonna drink the alcohol too, but because no. <laughs> you know, you know, they had the whole thing back in May, like, oh, all the American tourists are dying in Punta Cana. Uh, I'm coming back, even if I gotta come as a ghost. So, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, yeah, so um, my family, we decided to do that this year, and I think that's something that we're gonna try to do every year if we can afford to okay yeah just to kind of travel outside and do different things and experience different things because we're trying to get my nephews out of like expecting christmas gifts i guess oh yeah because they don't like as you get older you start wanting less and less Mm -hmm. but you want more expensive shit yeah and so it's like you know we can kind of get you that any time of the year if we can afford to we're gonna get it for you so Mm -hmm. you know especially if you're being good so why not make it special and start a new tradition of going out and seeing other how other people live you know okay yeah sorry though um yeah, mine is probably one of my favorites right now is Christmas Eve. We do games and stuff. Aww. So, we like, drink, we have food, we do games. Um, and it's just dope. Everybody kind of comes and brings, that like, their best fun. game. And that's, like, on my dad's side of the family. And then mm-hmm. on my mom's side of the family, I don't think we did it last year, but, like, the probably, like, last five or six years has been, like, bring your best games together. We'll do them the day after Christmas. Okay. So, like, that's my favorite tradition is, like, playing games with people, mm. with, with family at the end of the year. That sounds fun. Yeah. One year we did, like, an amazing race. And my aunt, like, oh. set it up and had, like, we had to drive around town and find, like, all the what? clues. What? Y'all just had, scavenger hunting around She had, like, her the... friends buy wow. the clues and stuff like that. Like. Damn, your family dedicated. Upscale. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like. It's impressive. For real games. For real games. Yeah. And she had, like, the year before, she did Plinko. Oh. And, like, made a whole board with Plinko and had oh, money see. with it and shit. Like. Yeah, y'all putting everybody else's family real, to shame. That's it's fine. for real, for real. So, I have a follow-up question. What is there a tradition that you would like to start up and keep moving for the holidays like any of these holidays so my favorite is the one that i've been doing that's the untraditional kind of tradition for me is i enjoy not spending thanksgiving with family and yeah. traveling I, I actually prefer to be outside the united states on thanksgiving Ooh. that's usually like my preferred it's like perfect time for me to travel mm-hmm. you know me it's not too high mm-hmm. um I'm not, I have lots of things that I'm like, oh, for Christmas, I want it to be this way and I want to spend with family. And I don't have any of that with Thanksgiving. I'm just like, I could be gone. I'm fine with not seeing y'all. I'm fine with not eating turkey. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm fine with, I could sit at home and eat like a drive through meal and be good and just be a regular day. Wow. And Christmas is different for me. I'm like, oh, no, I got to be with family. I can't travel and be someone else. But for Thanksgiving, I'm like, I didn't, this year I was going like the week before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. 
But like next year, I was like, I'm putting things in motion so I can be going for Thanksgiving. I can take advantage of this break too yeah. that I already get. So I think that's dope. That's my thing. Yeah. For me, I wanted to start because last year I rented a hotel with two of my friends for mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. And um, what we did was we, I don't know, my friend, um, she made like jello shots, but she thought it was going to be... Not, she didn't think this, but she made it for like 30-some people. And I was like, it ain't about to be that type of night. But um, so we had like jello shots and we had drinks on deck. And then we ordered food and we like watch movies. It was like a real sister circle, ya-ya type shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it was really good because we ended up doing mood, not, not mood boards, but what are those things called? You know the little boards? Vision boards. Vision boards. Okay. I was about to say dream boards. But, um, yes, vision boards. And um, that's been something that me and one of my best friends, we've done those two two years in a row, like, just doing vision boards. But mm. now we escalated it to, like, rent a night at a hotel and just, you know, be married. Like, we didn't get a chance to play games because it was all three of us. But when we were at the hotel, like, when the ball dropped and it turned midnight, like, everybody came out to the lobby or, like, on the balconies and shit and, like, celebrated. It was that's it was cute. Up. So, I was like, I think I want to do that now. We didn't rent one this year, but I think I'm getting close to renting one this year. And I think we're trying to expand it to different people. Like, invite everybody from different circles to come in. Because I was like, I like that. Like, I like going into the new year with me envisioning how I want things to go, especially for the next few months. And then seeing what comes to fruition at the end of the year, because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of things that I've put in motion for 2019 that I visioned in 2018. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I did that. Like I feel accomplished and I feel motivated to keep going. So that's, that's something that I think I might want to start yearly if I can. That's dope. Yeah. That's what's good. My best friend is doing one and she's doing hers like this weekend Mm -hmm. and i was like oh what i like about that it helps me check because i still have a few things on my list it's like oh i had that as my goal for 2019 i could still do that before the year's out it gives me that check and then it's like and then here's your his start into the 2019 Mm -hmm. and the actual happening but them vision boards be powerful though what people underestimate the power of them making moves out here yeah so what is a big don't for you for christmas don't expect a gift from me. <laughs> <laughs> because no, I'm through with you. I ain't got it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh god. Um I did I I honestly have moved away from doing Christmas gifts because I know it's stressful for a lot of people. Um Christmas is a stressful time it can be a very beautiful time mm-hmm. but i've mostly known it to be stressful for the people around me like people blowing up their credit cards and stuff just trying to mm-hmm. you know save face for christmas and i'm like you don't have to do that like i just want me and my family to spend time together and love on each other and just you know just share laughter and all that like my love language is quality time so mm-hmm. i'm not big on gifts but i might i might stick with don't expect no gifts from me because <laughs> Your gift is me, all right? And you're going to accept it. Because uh, I might come with libations. <laughs> what is yours? Don't, um, please don't invite me anywhere on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I'm booked. Ooh. Like, I'm busy. All right, Christmas Eve and all right, Christmas Day. 
I cannot stand. I, I think I only did it like one time where I took time out of my like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day schedule and went to somebody else's house. And I was like, and I regret it Ooh. because your family is not exciting at all. So I your family my, weak, they trash, they garbage by soda. <laughs> I stick to mine. I stick to mine. Like, don't invite me. Um, yeah, your family be having fun on Christmas Eve. Like, that's super I lit. Like, yeah. Plinko and stuff. Um, and don't. Don't invite me to dinner. It could be uh, before Christmas and after, and all you got is pork. Because I know oh, this is the time of year y'all yeah. like y'all's pork chops, y'all's yep. chitlins, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And this. Fast. I don't know what people's fixation it feels like is happening more and more. I don't know if it's because I'm eating less meat, mm-hmm. but I'm finding more and more meat inside that I'm like, this is ridiculous. Oh, like, yeah. Like sauce. I remember, yeah, I remember when we used to have greens. There was like side meat in the greens, and now they'd be like all in the greens. That's unnecessary. Yeah, sausage and stuffing. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need all that. Don't do that. I have another don't. Don't invite me to your weak Christmas parties. Mm. I've been around some very weak Christmas party. Now, one of my jobs, like, they have a annual Christmas party. And this year, they are in- implementing, like, karaoke. Last year, they were like, ooh, we're going to bring in the photo wall with the, you know, little ornaments <laughs> and shit that you could put everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. y'all think y'all cute? And then this year, they're like, we're going to do karaoke. And I'm like... We'll see how that goes. Now, I'm not going because, you know, that's that's the day I'm going to be sick for 24 hours anyway. (laughs) Okay. So, I'm just going to wait the hair back. You know, the report when I I get back to work on that Monday. So, um, but yeah, don't keep inviting me to your week Christmas parties. Like, I'm tired of eating the same food over and over at at that Christmas party. Like, at least... Spice it up with a little open bar or something. Like, I got to pay for my drinks, too. And you got weak-ass mashed potatoes that you're looking Irky. So, yeah. And don't bring a fruitcake nowhere. Now, why are people nobody still doing that? Cake. Don't nobody want that. I see all them Pantone. What is it? Pan, yeah, Pantone. Pantone today. What is that? It's like a, a specific fruitcake that oh, I see really? everywhere. And I'm like, relax. Like, Why do we go through this? Yeah, I don't we know. All talk about it's so rude. It's disgusting. People, some people love it. I'm like, are you eating it with cranberry sauce? That's why. And sauerkraut. <laughs> like all the shit we hate. The... Like, fuck. It looks like all that stuff is mashed in there. It does. It's oh, like... here's another don't. And this one is for, um, I'm calling out my mom on this. Please do not have me try to spend time with you on Christmas and all you're going to watch is them damn Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah. No. No. I'm leaving the room and I'm going somewhere else. It's been a Hallmark and Lifetime kind of move. I'm through. Now, we know that you do not like Hallmark movies. I do not. They too happy for you? All it takes is three minutes to know the whole story. They're corny. Yeah, they're corny as fuck. They all the same. Why would you waste your time? I think think Tia Tia Mari Hardick was in one of them too this year. I was like, damn, they got my girl in there. (laughs) <laughs> and instead of people saying this is stupid, more and more um, stations are doing it. Like yeah. Netflix is like, we're oh out. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute, because BET is putting on like crazy holiday movies. Like not crazy, but like 
these corny holiday movies too. And I'm like, is everybody in the corny holiday movie game now? It's really getting money and other people are oh, doing it now wow. too. But I was like, no, fuck I'm that. So I will confused. stay home and continue to watch my Macaulay Culkin and be home alone. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I love... Oh, so wait. What's your favorite Christmas movie to watch then? Oh, or like Home Alone, easily. Home Alone? I do love Home Alone. I got Alone. in trouble for Home Alone. Why? Because um, my cousin slipped me her Home Alone VHS. Mm-hmm. I took it home and I watched it. And my mom was like, what are you doing in here? And I like had water and juice all over the room. And I was like, I'm playing Home Alone. And I was like, what is this? And found the tape. My cousin got yelled at. And I was like banned from watching Home Alone. Until I got a certain age. And my mom still can't stand the movie because she was like, he's a smart Alec. He talks back <laughs> yeah, he to his mom. You tore up your room. Like, she still got it. I was like, nah, Home Alone. Because you were playing Home shit. Alone. I was playing Home Alone. <laughs> so, that's, so, Home Alone is the movie that sets off Christmas for you. Yeah. What about you? Mine used to be, oh gosh, it used to be Toy Story, the first one. Now, Wait, help me with this. How is that a Christmas movie other than at the end he gets the present, right? The, I don't know. It just was like a. It just reminded me like that Christmas scene when he gets Buzz Lightyear, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It just is a Christmas movie to me. Now it's not a Christmas movie, but that shit set it off for me. And another one is Polar Bear Express. Now I, you know, everybody <laughs> say it's boring, but a nigga go off on that. I be like, no, that I don't care. I don't care. Cause if you if somebody can watch Hallmark, then you can watch Polar Bear Express and get fucking excited. All right. Don't play with me and don't get me started when when ABC Family released them Twelve Days of Christmas. Okay. God. It gets lit in there. Oh my goodness. I'm having fun. Ain't they, that movie like playing. three hours long? Yes, yeah, terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I know. I know. But I don't really watch movies like that. But like Polar Bear Express and Toy Story be setting it off for me still. That's what's up. Yeah. But I do like Home Alone. Like now that I've seen it when I've gotten older, I'm like, yo, like he was clever as shit. A little badass. But it's funny. It's great. Mm -hmm. It is great. Okay. Anything else to add for traditions or untraditions? I'm going to ask you. Okay. What's your, so what's your whole get them to Christmas mood? Like. How do you um, get into the Christmas spirit? Like, is it with music or, like, what is it exactly? It's music helps me get there. I'm usually, the thing is, I'm usually excited about um, certain people that want to get gifts. I love giving gifts. Like, oh, it's, okay. It's great to get gifts, too, because it's like, okay, you appreciate me yeah. and, like, all those kind of things. But I really like the surprising and getting the gift and, like, getting the right gift for people. And so, um yeah, for me, I I probably was in early November. I was like, oh, I know I want to get so-and-so and so-and-so. That got me excited. Mm-hmm. And I got it early. And then time was going by. I was like, oh, I got left on the, pe- on the list is the people that I don't know who to get stuff for. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and so this week, I was like, okay, listen to Christmas music. Try to get creative. To, so Christmas music does it for me, too. Mm-hmm. And usually most of mine gets done by Cyber Monday. Oh, good. And so... Oh, so you coming right on in I got my deadline yeah. coming soon. All right. So... Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then after that, I get to kind of coast after doing everything. Most of it I can do online. Mm-hmm. And then I'll run to the few stores that I can't get things online for. And then towards the end, then I'll buy the little things. Like, I may do... Um, games at like our staff party mm-hmm. and the games that I'm going to do for my family like those kind of last minute things are like fun for me too so that's kind okay. of like my flow how about you Aw, 
So mine is, it's mostly music. Like, I get into that Rudolph the Red. Oh, Temptations. Hey. Yeah, what? <laughs> um, so my one of my coworkers from my old department, she used to play, like, all the Motown. <laughs> and I actually told, I told my family about this, too, because I was like, she infamous. And then she... Small world, like, she knows my family. Okay. And I didn't realize that. So, she's an older woman, but she always kicks it off with the Motown Christmas album. Okay. And it has Michael Jackson, Jackson 5, um, all of them, The Temptations. So, okay. whenever I hear that album now, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm about to be in the spirit. Like, And then I hear anything Mariah Carey around Christmas time, and I'm like, it's sold. I'm I'm in there, okay. but then I have a whole setup where I tried to make. Um, I bought this the Mexican hot chocolate, okay. so I'll try to make like, um, like the spiked hot chocolates with like the marshmallows and mm. stuff, and then I'll sit down, do my little self care moment, put my little face mask on, mm. and like get underneath my um my electric blanket. Okay. And we'll watch like my movies and stuff, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get in the spirit. So, yeah, you know, it's just mm, a little. Ain't like a hot chocolate. Yeah, that shit, especially when it's spiked like a lower. Okay, oh, right. that should be good. But yeah, like I just get into a whole little vibe, and then yeah, the music mostly def it mostly sets it off for me though. Yeah. Are you a Are you a Christmas music after Halloween or after Thanksgiving? So. Usually after Thanksgiving, but I'm not going to lie to you. There's some... People go in on Christmas songs, and sometimes I'm just like, it is July, and I just want to hear the song. And I'm just <laughs> July! <to> it. <laughs> I they, don't were doing, they were doing Christmas in July this year, too. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. This is like... So-and-so went in on this song, and I want to hear them hit this Damn. note. And I'm just going to play it right now, and it's hot as shit. You just and want I got to get it out your system on, real but, quick. Yep, I need to. So it's... Wow. I probably have enough Christmas songs that I like that I can be like, oh, this is the kind of Christmas movie. And this, speaking of which, and this is for everybody else, I still don't have the answer. But you know the emotions, what did the lonely do for Christmas? Yeah. Most depressing song ever. Not just Christmas song, but like depressing song ever. Somebody tell me for real though, what did the lonely do? Somebody hit us in our DMs. Tell us what did the lonely do at Christmas? I'm scared to ask and (laughs) get an answer for that, honestly. So, mm -mm, but yeah, I have the ones that are like different moods. Like, oh, I want to hear people like going in singing. If Mm -hmm. I just want to hear something that I'm just bopping around to, and Mm -hmm. it's like all the usual popular ones are the ones that aren't as popular, then yeah, I kind of have like quite a list. Like, I was used to my mom. It's like, oh, it's Christmas time. All we're going to hear in our house is Christmas music. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. It used to be decorations, but since this year when I we're going away, we're not really decorating. But because okay. we used to bring my nephews over to my mother's house and put up the tree and play Christmas music, and they would sit down and have hot chocolate and watch their movies and stuff. So that's still something that I'm just like, yeah, that sets it off for me. Okay. But I am, um, I'm about to, I'm, I'm, I gotta find me some new movies because clearly Polar Bear Express isn't gonna <laughs> do it this year. I mean, it does it for you. <laughs> It does, it does. But I do be taking my little naps in between. So oh, that's how I get through. I survive. I survive Polar Bear Express. Why do you feel like you gotta suffer to watch your favorite movie? I mean, it's not a suffering, but it's just a whole vibe. Like, if I feel relaxed enough to just sit there and take me a little cat nap, you know what I'm saying? Then come back up and be like, oh, it's on this part, you know? Also, it's because it kind of reminds me of, like, Harry Potter going to Hogwarts and... 
okay. for some reason. I don't know. I just I'm like I want to go to Hogwarts too. So okay, yeah. Okay, it's a vibe, y'all. And then I think I don't know if Spotify has released their Christmas um, playlist yet, but mm-hmm. I know towards the end of the year, around New Year, they'll do like your whole rewind of what you've been listening to all year. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what I've been what I've been playing. Like, am I gonna be embarrassed? Am I gonna be excited or what? We should do a no class playlist for the year because we've done like a lot of songs and stuff. Yeah, anyway, that'd be cool. Maybe y'all want to hear it. Y'all want to hear it, classmates. Know what we've been listening to. Yeah, you've been doing your turn of Tuesdays. And I know. People been we liking just it. Just have a 2019 all together like playlist. Here's our. Hmm, maybe that's homework for myself, or maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> you gonna give ourselves the job, then take it I back. Know. That's cool too. You know, I'm fine with it. <laughs> so, classmates, let us know. Talk to us. What are some traditional and untraditional things that you've been doing? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some things that we left out. Maybe some stories of some horrifying potlucks or Thanksgiving dinners that you've had. We want to hear them. We want to laugh about them. I'm sure there's no shortage of potluck horror stories. I, I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait for real. Yep. And it's homework time. Yeah, yeah. Time for that H-dub. Classmates, classmates, get out your pins and papers, get ready to take down your homework. So, I'm going to go first. Okay. Actually, mine is very simple because you put me in the mood for it now. As we're talking about getting in the Christmas mood, mm-hmm. um, I have a couple of songs that are some of my favorite Christmas songs that don't get played much. Okay. And my first one is Be Mine for Christmas, which is, is does he say Kim or Kim? Kim. K-E-M, K-E-M, Kim. Kim. Kim yeah. and Lettucey. Aww. That is the shit. Like, Lettucey kills that song. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's in there too. But Lettucey oh. kills that song. She handles that song. So anyway, if you never heard that one, you should listen to that. Okay. Um, If you want to go back to the 80s, Under the Mistletoe by Freddie Jackson. He has one of my favorite Christmas albums ever. Really? I don't think anybody's heard it except for like a few... Very few I wanna, people. I'm, I think that might be my mission tomorrow. When, like when I go to work, I'm gonna listen to it. That is a dope album. Almost mm-hmm. everything on there is good. Um, and then Duran Bernard. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an awesome album. I forgot what is it called. Oh, uh, extra stanky Christmas. Ooh, stanking Christmas is stank what it's stank. And listen to Rudolph's Church Shoes. It's got like two parts to it. Mm-hmm. And it's dope. He goes down. He, like, is in choir voice and tears it up. Um, and then he also has um song called Time and a Half, which is dope. And then a song called Maybe Next Year. Basically, like, your attitude was right, wasn't right, so you ain't getting no gifts this year. <laughs> so, Cold for you. Those are my homework <laughs> assignments for you to listen to. Here okay. So mine is my coworker introduced me to this Instagram page where this man who has a fierce beard, might I say, he's beard gang gang. He makes these oil infused wooden combs for beards. It's called Neater Neater Gold N E T E R G O L D. Now I had to get my white voice on, okay, because I wanted y'all to understand what my enunciation was. But it's really good. Like he infuses them, he infuses his combs in oil, and um, so you can comb your beard and make sure it's extra strong and right. And then I think he has some combs for women doing their hair too, like natural, natural hair and 
my coworker, she got one for her boyfriend and she got a comb for herself. And she says like the comb just glides through cause it's infused with that oil. And then mm. every three months you could like buy that oil and soak it back in there. So oh, it's really good. Oh, and he got a pick. Oh yeah. He's, he's, he's dope. Oh. He does um a lot of stuff. And then I was checking out his Instagram and he's funny too. So he'd be, he'd be cracking some slick jokes, but oh. I think this is an awesome idea. It's a great gift for anyone in your life who is dry. Um, no, <laughs> I, I'm sorry for the ashy people yep. in your life. Because let me just tell you. So the reason me and my co- my coworker even got into this conversation is because she is a, of a particular age, and so is her boyfriend. They're both in their late f- or mid to late forties. Mm-hmm. So they've had a long time to develop some of the habits that they have. And she was mm-hmm. telling me that her boyfriend thinks that I'm just gonna summarize. Think that moisturization is gay. <laughs> Okay. Okay, be ashy if you want. Okay, so she says that he washes his hair and doesn't put oil in it. Mm-hmm. You know, his beard was snapping because it was dry. And she was like, and he's light-skinned, so he barely been using lotion. Because the act of putting on lotion and just the moisturizing your, your elbows is like gay to him. So, for all y'all... <laughs> Go ahead, be ashy, have chat. All y'all dry, friend. scratchy niggas out here... <laughs> Y'all could get with this need a gold comb and get that work put in with that beard. Like, I realize that this is a thing more often just because y'all dudes be trying to use our hair products all the time. Like, when we was in the Shea Moisture, y'all niggas was in the Shea Moisture, okay? When we was into the main tail, y'all was into the main tail because y'all use our stuff because you know it works. Now, get this comb. And make sure your hair is looking good because we don't want you coming outside with snow and it ain't snowed and I don't know how long. Because that's nasty. Come out looking like Falsy the Snowman. Yes. Mm. But yeah, please. That comb is really dope. If I, um, because I don't think, yeah, my brother's not growing a beard. I'm like, who else do I know that's growing a beard who I could get this comb yeah, for? I can grow a beard, but I got plenty of hair that it can go through at the top of my head. Yes, so. you do. Yes, so, you do. I like so these yeah, things. they look cool. Yeah, and I think it's such a creative idea for these combs. The combs look sturdy as hell too. They do. Yeah, check out his Instagram because him and his son are very cute. But yeah, that's my homework. Okay. So um, yeah, guys, I think we're gonna wrap up because I don't think we have any more homework. Yeah, we're gonna no. wrap up. So if you want, of course you want, follow us on our social media. We are no class podcast on soundcloud apple podcast google podcast facebook and instagram and if you want to follow us on twitter we are no underscore class podcast if you want to talk to us you want to share any events with us like request anything like request visits from us you can reach us at no.classpodcast at gmail.com um make sure you rate us on itunes and google play um, and there's an IG link for you to connect with us on like Anchor and stuff like that. Like if you want to listen to our podcast on different platforms, including Spotify or um, Pocket Cast, stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, leave comments. I appreciate the people that are close to me that be hitting me up and texting me like I'm listening to the episode. I'm at this part. That yeah. I appreciate that. But also, too, don't be afraid to drop a comment. No, because be we, we like that. We like keeping the comment. I mean, I like we know that social media can't have the nuanced conversations you all love to have. But 
it can spark something. Because yeah. if, if we see it, and that's what our platform is for, for us to be engaging in different conversations and opening ourselves up to those new conversations that we haven't had before. Yeah, cool. absolutely. So, um, you all keep protecting your immune system. Don't listen to the preachers when they tell you to eat the communion bread. They've been coughing on it. <laughs> My piece of advice. Arkita Slope. <laughs> Stay woke. Don't trust the preacher man. <laughs> <laughs> I usually tell you to study melanated, um, especially to the one guy mm. who um, walking out here ashy looking like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Poor thing. So stay melanated, hydrated, glowed up. That means your lips too. Yes. So crusty. <laughs> crusty the clown out here. We see y'all next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>